Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Darlene Detective Adventure, Cracking Astabellia's Triangle Horror. It is the night of May 20th, 9th, 1930. Captain Police is sitting at his desk in police headquarters when suddenly telephone bell rings. Captain Baxter, the love. Police headquarters, Captain Baxter speaking. What's that? A woman murdered by highwaymen? Where are you phoning fo- from? A old station? At an intersection of where? Southridge and Stainbrook Centre? All right. Are you the attendant there? Well, stay there. We'll be right out. Click a phone and see if it rains up. Captain Bexler calls out Shepherd Budapest. Shepherd of Budapest. Yes, sir. Captain Bexler? Listen, boys, there's been a murder and sent to road. Jump in your car and go out and start as you can. Get the dog at the other station at South Bridge and South Bridge Centre. Centre. I'll get the chef and we'll be right out. Chef and we the Okay, yes, sir. Captain Baxter. Look out for the slippery pavements. It's been pretty wet. Break of three blows of Chinese gong. Please, sir, in approaching. Shepherd, here's your old station. Come on. Well, what's the trouble? Where? Lieutenant Seraphly. My brother, wife, has just been shot and killed by bandits. Shepherd, what's her name? Attendant Mrs. Chilby Smith. They just had just left the headed south on Central Road for Pierce Place, where two men struck them about half an hour mile down the road. They shot Chilby's wife and got away in an automobile. Shepherd, where's your brother? Now. Attendant over there, lying on the ground. Shepherd, was he hit too? However, uh, Attendant, no, he's in a daze. That shot would been too, was too much, been too much for him. But it is a, a little distance. Come on, Smith, get up. Take us to the spot where this thing happened. Smith, they got her. Oh, she's dead, moans. Shepard, just get in the car. All right, Budapest. Short notes of sorrow run five seconds and stop. Shepard, come on, you people. Get back. Give us a chance. How is she, Harry? Budapest, she's gone all right. Shepard, what happened, Smith? Well, we're just driving along when all of a sudden two men jumped out of the bushes then held us up. When I told them you didn't have any money, they shot my wife. She had a baby in her arms. They also ran up. They, then they ran up the road and got his sedan and disappeared. I lifted my wife out of the cub 
the truck and laid her on the ground. When I found out she was dead, I grabbed the children and ran back to my brother oil station and phoned for the police. Budapest? You have to be head headquarters and sign a doc statement, Shepherd. You stay here, I'll phone the coroner. Bixter, the seraph will be long in a minute. Gong away. Please sign approaching. It's Dot, Shepherd. Hello, Sheriff. Hello, over here, Sheriff Captain. Sheriff, hello, Shepherd. Hello, Captain. Come on, folks, open up there. Let's have a go at you, flashlight. Shepherd, certainly an old ramshackle of a truck. Where's the body, Captain Baxter? Lee. No, over there, Sheriff. Sheriff, whatever did this was a this was a marksman. He must have died instantly. Shepherd, will you see that the body remains untouched till the coroner arrives? Now we look over the truck. Cut a mixer, pause. I guess, Sheriff, there isn't any doubt he was shot here in a truck. She must have collapsed and fallen onto the floor. Sheriff, I'm going to be hard to find any clues with this crowd milling around. Cut a mixer. I don't think we'll be able to find any more crypt any footprints because of the rain probably will them away Sheriff Keller go up the road and see if you can find any trace of the gunman what what, what become of Smith Sheriff he's gone up gone to business headquarters to sign a, sign a statement Sheriff I'd like to have a talk with him come on Captain Captain Bixley we can catch him at the headquarters so I'm gone going away clock strikes ten Captain Bixer, now Mr. Smith, I want you to tell the prosecutor here, Mr. Nathan, and Sheriff, just what happened tonight, Smith. My wife and I left home after dusk. We were going to spend the night holiday with friends on Central Road. We stopped at the gas station and talked to my brother for about 15 minutes. Then we left and drove south on the Central Road, about half a mile well from the ridge. Just as I passed the covert, Two men stepped out the shadows to the on the west side of the road. One of the men stayed in front of the truck, and the others came around to me, ordered me to stick them up. To stick them up, I did. All he went, all, all he want is your money. He said, well, "I have told him we didn't have any. I have any, don't even enough to buy a loaf of bread this morning." Then he said, "Give me your watch." I told him I didn't have one. Then I reached down to get the crank on the floor of the club. As it so, he fired one shot. A bullet whistled past my head, struck my wife in the temple. They turned and ran to the fair Dan, which was parked in the lane. I was stunned for a moment. I finally opened the door of the cab, lifted my wife to the ground. I saw she was dead, and I grabbed the kids and ran back to the oil station. Go to Bixler, and then you collapsed. What happened that caused you to do that? Smith, I was scared, and then I was running. My children in my arms, I ran all the way. Kedemixler, you waited till the sedan was out of sight? Smith, yes, I was kind of dazed. Captain Bixler, ever seen this man, the men before? Smith, no, sir. Captain Bixler, can you tell me what they look like? Smith, not very clearly. I was too excited. They're both young. I think they wore masks. One was tall. Nadler, I don't believe we have any got anywhere to get anywhere this way, Captain. Description won't be worth such much the shape he's in. Captain Bixler. All right, Smith, you go now. Nasler, you got your man out of here. They're on the job tonight. Captain, Captain Nasley. Yes, sure. 
later surrounding the town notified sheriff they're being taken care of by now of now he's all right let's be be the first thing your first thing in the morning every in the seven counties be howling the birds get away with this men we've got to break crack this case and crack it quick he attached the Chinese gong door car door slamming sheriff Here's where the truck stood, Mr. Nadler. Smith said the two men jumped from behind the bushes. The bushes there, Nadler. Let's look round those bushes for footprints. We shall find some evidence there if the rain hasn't washed it away. Sheriff, I don't see a trace of anything. It looks to me the grass and bushes haven't been disturbed for quite a while. Nadler, Smith said it was this side of the road the men came from. Sheriff, that was what he said. But there's no signs here, neither. Let's t- look on the other side. I'll stay inside the fence. You look on the outside of it. You walk b- t- back towards the covert. Moves of the movement. Sounds of movement through the bush. Sheriff, call Mr. Nazar. Nazar, yes. Sheriff, come here, will you? Nazar, find anything? Sheriff, it looks to me as though someone stood around here for a little while at a time. Perhaps last night, here's a lot of broken twigs, though they were crouched under the bushes to escape the rain. Later, Sheriff, I believe you're right. I don't see a footprint. We'll walk through the bed over this Minston Hill Road and see if we can find anything that'll help us. Sheriff, funny, there isn't one marking showing a person or person going to that spot or going away. These are beginning to think we're wasting our time out here. Sheriff, hello, what is this? A woman's rubber? How, here's the other one. Now, what would a woman be doing out here? Neither, I don't know. They look as though they've been just recently been discarded. Sheriff, yes, look here, Mr. Neither. You print the woman's heel. There's another one going in the direction of Muslin, Muslin Hill Road. Come on, let's follow this up. Neither pulls. Well, that, show, that shows a woman has been in his gully recently, probably last night. Sheriff pulled, but what of it? What's that got to do with the murder of the two men? Maybe we're wasting our time after all. Neither is the best lead we have. Might as well follow it to the end. Sheriff, well, here we are on the road. We, but now which way, I wonder, Neither. Let's drop in at his house and see if anyone owns of his rubbers. Footsteps walk, walk, walking door, walk, doorbell. Neither, good evening, madam. My name is Neither. This is Sheriff Selden. We found these rubbers over a meadow. We'd like to know if they belong to anyone in his house. Well, no, they're not ours. Neither, did you see anyone last night in the ravine? Mother, no, I didn't. I have a good view from here, but I'll tell you what I did see. Last night behind between six and seven, I saw a car park a bit down near the ravine on the west side of the road. Didn't see anyone get out of it, in or out of it. Finally, I noticed it was gone, of course. I didn't think that it had anything to do with the murder over at the Great Centre. But until they tell me that what happened about 8.30, this car left here two hours before that. I positive it, it was as gone before seven. Sheriff, that's all you noticed, sir? Well, yes, sir. Neither, have you a telephone? Well, yes, sir. Neither, yeah, may I use it? Well, certainly. It's right here. 
Nathan, get me head police headquarters, head police headquarters, please. Hello, Captain Mexler, please. Pale. Captain, hello, Captain. This is Nathan. Get Smith right away. Will you, then, Sheriff? I want to talk to you with him again. Yes, we're leaving now. Goodbye. Receiver being hung up. Nathan, thank you very much, Madam. Woman, you're totally welcome. I'll cue door slam. Nathan, Sheriff, I've got a hunch. Sheriff, you think Smith knows who knows those are others? Nathan, I don't know, but I'm going to take a long shot in the dark. Free touch to the gong. Captain Banks, sir. Well, boys, we've got, uh, got Smith here. Nathan, good. There he, where is he, Captain? Captain Bexley. Right in my office here. Footsteps at the door. Click. Sheriff, hello, Smith. Smith, how are you, Sheriff? Hello, Mr. Nadler. Nadler, how are you, Smith? How do you feel? Smith, pretty good. Under the circumstances? Nadler, Smith, tell me. Are you sure it was two men who held you up? Smith, of course I'm sure. Sheriff, are you sure one of the brothers wasn't a woman? Smith, are you trying to kid me? I don't know what they're talking about. Sheriff snaps. Did you ever see these rubbers before? Smith, I suppose you're saying next. They're mine. Want me to try them on? Sheriff, he told us that the rubbers parked their car on the lane. There wasn't a track in that lane. Nathan, you're right as well. Come clean, Smith. Who was that woman? Smith, now acting guiltily. What? I don't know. What are you driving at? Smith, Sheriff, I know you're lying, Smith. Smith, graciously, I ain't, Sheriff, honest. Sheriff, come on, let's have the truth. Smith, I told you the truth. You wouldn't believe, if I told you brief, you wouldn't believe me. Neither believe you, you tell the truth, but you have to tell the better story than one you've been telling. Kedavixley, was it the woman I saw you with in the park the other day? Smith almost screamed, no, no, Kedavixley, it was, it was, Sheriff. We hit the nail on the head. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Smith, you're wrong. I tell you, you're wrong. Sheriff, come on, Smith. Who carry? Why carry it any further? Why didn't you come clean? Smith, Sheriff, I'll tell you the truth. But only on condition the others leave the room. Sheriff, all right, Smith. You wait outside, men. Door slam. Sheriff, all right now. Let's have it. Sheriff, Sheriff, I've been lying to you. Now I want to tell you exactly what happened last night. This woman you sent mentioned here is the person who killed my wife. Sheriff, what? Sheriff, Smith, it's true, Sheriff. I don't know her name, but I think it's Marie. I couldn't tell you where she lives now, but she used to live on Amazon Avenue. She'd been married and part Indian. About ten days ago, I met her at the theatre. I was I saw her after the show. Said that, uh, I met her several times after that. We met in a park, park. I took my truck and talked. She was desperately in love with me. It was, she was jealous of my wife and hated her. She boosted of uh, Indian blood and threatened me. She said, oh, "You're going to get rid of your wife, or get rid of you, because I, if I, if you can't have my, my no woman, you no woman will." Sheriff, do you know where she got the gun? Sheriff Smith, I think it was mine. She stole it from me. Sheriff, how could you do that? She do that. 
if it was an old gun I bought from a dentist for for two dollars. I told her I needed protection. I haven't mentioned the Indigil. I bought a gun. By the way, she wanted to see it. I told her it was so much trouble to get it from under the seat of a cab. Well, I had to go in the city hall on business. And while I was gone, she went, must have taken it. But the next day it was gone, and a day or two later, it met me and wanted to make a date for me to, for Thursday night. I told her I couldn't. I'd taken my wife to the, con- to the country. She wanted to know when, where, and go so forth. I was dumb enough to tell her. But this time, I was sorry I was ever met her. But she kept telling me, with her Indian blood and Indian vengeance and sheriff, she had me scared. Sheriff, I'll go ahead. Smith, well, my wife and I started out. After I left my brother, oil station about half a mile down the road. The woman dashed out in businesses on the east side of the road, with a gun in her hand. She pointed it right at me. I stopped. She ordered me out of the truck and spoke round the barrier. I heard a single shot. I didn't know she had a, did after that because I was too excited. Finally, as of ten, lifted my wife out of the truck. Then I ran back to the gas station where the children. Sheriff, why didn't you tell me this in the first place? Sheriff Smith, don't know why I didn't. I was afraid if I mentioned her, she'd kill, she'd kill me. So I made up a story about the brothers. Sheriff, are you sure you didn't have a hand in this? Sheriff Smith, absolutely not. Sheriff, ever, ever have any trouble with your wife? Smith, no, sir. My bro- wife was a good woman. I loved her. But this woman came into my life, and this, this is what happened. Sheriff, got the door opening. It, come in, Miss Nathan, Captain. Well, Smith has told me whole story. The woman you saw him with, Captain, is the woman who committed the murder, Captain Baxley. I think we know where she is. Been taken into the tenant's snow. He says he employed a nurse over at Vane Street. Sheriff, good. Come on, Mr. Nadler. We'll take this lieutenant along. Say sounds of the gong. All the effects of Soren. Then drive seconds. Knock on the door, Razor. How do you do, sir? Mr. Nadler, I'm Mr. Nadler. Prosecuting attorney. This is Sheriff Sheldon. The lieutenant, no. Man, yes, sir. What seems to be trouble? Nadler, you an Indian girl working for you? Haven't you? Man, yeah, I have, Razor. Razor, I'd like to question her about a little shooting affair. What's her name? Van Julia Lothia. Razor, do you know where she was, was was last evening? Man, she left late in the afternoon. I heard her return at ten ten. I didn't see her, but I heard her come in. and left later, heard her in a room. Razor, where is she now? Man, in a room, the second door on the right. Nader, come on, Sheriff. Steps on the stairs. Knocks on the door. Julia? Calls, who's there? Nader, open the door. Door clicks open. Julia, stoddily. Who are you? Nader, Julia, where were you last night? Don't want to answer her? Well, you better come along with us to headquarters. Music. Siren, run three seconds. Music there. We got her, Captain. They're bringing her in. Where is Smith? Captain Nader is still in his office. Nader, good. I'm bringing them face to face. Take her to the, in the office, Sheriff. Come on, Sheriff, Captain. Open door, then door slams. Nader, Smith, this is the woman? Smith, almost in whisper. Yes. Nader, Julia, do you know this man? Julia, calmly, no. 
later. Have you ever seen this man before? Gia carelessly. Oh, I might have. I don't have a re- I don't remember him. Neither this man accuses you of killing your his wife last night. Really? You unruffled. Killing his wife? I didn't even know him. Let alone his wife. Neither Captain Take Smith out of here. And all these and get a new statement. Pedram Bexler. Yes, sir. Nadia? Dorslam. Nadia? You just talked to her, Sheriff. Sheriff Julia Steelby Smith. I accuse you of murdering his wife and threatening to kill him. It's serious, even if you don't think it's true. Maybe trying to save his own skin. Hi, by blaming you. If you have us, us, uh, us, uh, you have by, you better get savvy and start talking. Well, where were you last night, Julia? I went to Picture House, Sheriff Ansborough Manor, Harbour. Nate, what picture did you see? Julia, Song of the West. Julia, what was it? What was the comedy? Julia sneered. I don't know why I understand. I have, should have to tell you what I saw at the Picture House shows. Sheriff, Mr. Nader, come here over a minute. Will you please? Is I'm going to bring Smith in here and have, have take take the statement for her. If it was of effect, I guess she'd burn up. Nader, go ahead, Sheriff, calling out. Bring Smith in here again. Send the cerebrofer in too. Officer, close the door. Close the door, slam, Sheriff. I want to get this statement, Sheriff, myself. Are you ready here, Larry? Smith, you said Julia here was the woman you murdered your wife. Isn't it? Was it you? It was, didn't you? Smith, yes, sir. Sheriff, you said he stole the gun from you. Struck. Smith, yes, that's right. Smith, and you said you loved your wife. You were sorry you ever got mixed up with Julia, didn't you? Smith, yes, sir. Sheriff, you told me actually you told you told us he was cruel. Sheriff, you told me us he she was cruel, calculating killer. And this remark Julia gives a streak, makes them report to get a pistol. A little commotion. Sheriff, stop her. She's after that gun. Oh Sheriff Stanley, give me that gun, give me that gun, leave this room. You're the other and you'll be have another murder case, you dirty double dealing score. You rat you talked you didn't talk and talk I was never found. You told me you never bring me into this. You remain alone like you keep yourself shelf shut. Now you're sh- trying to hide behind my skirts to give to save yourself. I tell you what men I tell you men what happened. Trying to hide yourself behind the scar as you can save yourself. I'll tell you the main what happened. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not afraid to die. Before I do, I see that the rat goes first. I met him ten days ago in the mid theatre. He sat along beside me and started talking to me. After the show, he followed me, me out and insisted on seeing me so, so often. He told me he was married and having a lot of trouble with his. Yeah, but, I mean, seeing me and insist. He told me he's married, having a lot of trouble with his wife. He worked with my sympathies. He praised me, every, uh, me every, promised me everything. One day he told me he'd go go to poison his wife. 
get rid of her so he could go to Florida. I guess he lost his lawyer because last Tuesday night he met me and handed me a gun and said, Here's, use this. At first I didn't know what he meant. Then he told me he bought the gun for me so that I could shoot his wife. What night night would we do it? He said I told him I wouldn't do any such thing. He pleaded and begged. I am I was dumb, I listened. Sheriff, go on, Julia. Julia he told me he was going to take his wife to the country Thursday night and to meet him in the main street subway at six at night. He picked me up and drove me out to Ridge Road. He stopped there. He told me to walk across the field and follow me to Kevin until I came to Quebec to the, at the next road. I was to hide in the bushes until he drove up with his wife. I was to jump out and shoot her. Yes, they told me the same and the jobbers did it. As he left me, he said he would never be back before between 8 and 9.45. I made my way across the field. It was dying a little. I crouched down and sheltered the bushes near the covert and waited. At last, I saw the headlights. I ran down into the road, finding the gun. A cab and a truck ordered him to stop. He got out of the truck and I told him to get behind it. I fired once. I I saw her slip to the floor with the baby in her arms. I didn't know what to do. I just stiled there. Chilby came running up and said, Get out of here. Beat it. I ran across the road, climbed a fence and startled. Study for Moonstone Hill Road. On the way, I took off my took off my robbers. Chef, are these your robbers? Yes. Chef, why, what did you do with the gun? Julia, it's got it's out of his house. Sheriff, what did you do with the gun, Sheriff? Julia, it's out of the house. You'll find us it in a hat box in a bookcase in the sleeve room. Sheriff, it's true then, Smith. You and this girl planned the killing for three or or four days, Julia. Spell it. You rat, Smith. Yes, I planned it. I admit it. They can't burn me. I st- if I admit it, I'll plead guilty, Sheriff. With deadly emphasis, Smith, nothing can save you from this electric chair. Smith screaming, "No, no, Julia! Yes, you swore. You both, you both burn, but you do the screaming, and the squealing. I am not afraid to die." And so the end of the triangle horror was cracked by the veteran officials. He's officially carefully planned crime. Revealed when, he, when the, his Indian girl accomplice turned on him. Toby Smith was tried and sent twice and found guilty. Julian Maud Lefferer, the descendant of Indian parents, was also convicted. Both were sentenced in an electric chair. Not since 1944, State of Ohio executed a woman. Tradition had grown up that a woman could not be sent to chair to the Ohio. While the state break, break, will the state to break the promised traditions.